back. Hour three of the Donna and Steve show on my talk. One Oh seven one where talk is fun. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson. We've got Mike, the big Zamboni with us. Honk, 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 honk. Speaking of the big Zamboni, we were just walking down the hall and saw, uh, the, the big and tall Chris Hager. That's right. Who, what's From he channel doing? Five. What's he doing on our side over here? I'm not sure. It looked like he was talking business. What a handsome guy, huh? Yeah, real handsome. That's a lot of people think yeah. he's a pretty he's got handsome a good guy. Face. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I think how the uh, the Twin Cities Live timeline goes. Oh, Chris Eggert, he is so handsome. Ben Lieber, he is so hot. Right. Steve Patterson, he was quirky. <laughs> is how I feel the description usually goes. I got sandwiched in between those two guys. It was like the time that I took the picture with Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth, right. and I was blinking in the middle. Well, if you ever want to feel inadequate as a woman, stand uh, next to Megan Newquist. I mean, <laughs> she is stunning. It's all these pretty TV people. That's right. Yeah. I think I put on five pounds just when I jumped to radio. You well, know, it true. was required. <laughs> no, actually, I lost weight after I left uh, television. Oh, I don't know why, because I wasn't eating kaka every other segment. I mean, we have all oh, these wonderful so cooking segments, and they're like, here, eat some of this. And then we eat some of it. We say, hey, we'll be right back after the break talking to this doctor. And then what happens? And then we start eating more food for the next 90 yeah. seconds until they tell us to sit down. That's a problem. It is a problem. I'm sorry, Steve. I'm fine. You'll be okay. Hey, You're thanks. a radio dirtbag like the rest of us now. I feel it. Good. I know it. All I right. We're it. just trying to make you feel at home. <laughs> anyway, guess what? What? Mike finished the entire series of The Crown. I did, yes. Yes. When Remind the audience when you started this oh, journey. Oh, my. It must have been, man, it wasn't. I remember you were making fun of me. You're like, Mike is starting The Crown. Not the new season. Literally from the, the very series. beginning. So, yeah. And I think the new, the newest edition was like late November. I think we probably started around October, middle October, maybe. Okay. Early October. Okay. Um, so now you are all up Completely to speed. Completely done. All of the shows are all out. Yeah. Uh, give us your overall score. Let's let's rate this one to ten. Yeah. Overall, what'd you give it? One to ten. Uh, TV show score nine. Yeah. Uh, it's wonderful. Yeah. It's, it's so great. good. The, this last season was oh outstanding. They did such a good job of landing of really kind of giving a nod to the entire series. And really kind of... Pulling it all together. Yes, revisiting, bringing everything together, having it all tied together really, really well. It was awesome. Nice balance between the new generation, the older generation, kind of uh, each episode would kind of jump into each side of it. We obviously had all of the Princess Die stuff from the first half of uh, this final season. It was remarkable. What did you think of... Because it uh, it gets a little difficult when they change out the actors. Yeah. So, you know, we had a couple of queens, mm-hmm. or three different queens, you know, the same queen, yep. but different Played actresses. By different people, yeah. Exactly. Um, I didn't love Imelda Stanton. Is that her name? Imelda yes. Stanton. It was interesting because... It was the last season. Yeah, I really, I thought... Uh, Imelda Stan played a very good version of Claire Foy's character. Like, I felt sure. those two tied together really well. They looked similar. I could feel like she was the older version of that character, whereas Olivia Coleman kind of made it her own, kind of did a different okay. thing. And I felt like she was the least connected of the two. But I really liked the Claire Foy and the uh, Imelda okay. Stanton vibe. That was one of the reasons that we didn't jump into season three and, and, and haven't. Whatever. Is, no, is, is we were so enamored with Claire Foy's portrayal sure. mm-hmm. that it was hard to wrap my head around 
Olivia Coleman. Somebody else. That's that's why I've never quite understood the the Doctor Who, where they swap out. There are new Doctor Who's all mm-hmm. the time, so they get you to fall in love just with this character more than anything. But I just found Claire Foy's performance to be so good. But so is Olivia Coleman, and I'm sure she is. I'm but, sure. You know, she and is. they switched out the Dianas. Both of them were fantastic. Yes, so good. I mean, you felt like you were watching Princess Diana on the screen. Elizabeth Debicki, she was the most recent. She was the ending of uh, that story. Oh, man, she, she was, was so good as a so Diana. so good. So, so great. You literally felt like you were watching, like, a documentary. Yeah. It was so, so good. Anyway, and, and then the people, um, the guy who plays Muhammad Al-Fayed, yeah. the father. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. Spot on. He looks you, just like him. You were talking about this guy so much. He's an incredible actor. Incredible. The son, fine, whatever, yeah. but the father. Agreed. You felt like, again, you were watching a documentary. It was good. I'm so glad you finished it, Mike. Yes, I was very, very happy Yay. with it. Very happy how they uh, brought it all together, like I said, at the end. So it was okay, wonderful. So now you started a new show. I did. And speaking of those Dianas we talked about, the first Diana, of course, was uh, Emma Corrin. Yes. Also the, great. Yes. Wonderful in that role. Uh, they got a new, mo- a new show out called A Murder at the End of the World. Oh, I think I've heard of it. It's a Hulu original, but I think it's through FX and Hulu. Uh, We started it yesterday. This was my favorite first episode of a series that I've watched in a very long time. Really? They did an amazing job of setting everything up, setting the table. It's Emma Corrin, Harris Dickinson, who was in Triangle of Sadness. He was also in The Iron Claw, which I just saw. So obviously I loved him in that. But he is so good. Clive Owen is in this as well. And um, it's wonderful. I'm worried because the word murder's in it, so you should <laughs> like it. Yeah, that's right. That's speaking it, her language. It's murder at the end of the what? Murder at the end of the world. Okay. It's dark, it's murdery, and you should <laughs> like that. My only problem is it felt very much like Glass Onion, nope, just not I'm funny. Out. But just not funny. I don't like... Ensemble. Yeah, murder like mysteries. big ensemble things. Like <laughs> we established that. Yeah. What you call it? Murder on the Orient Express. Yep. I yeah. hated that. I didn't like Bullet Train with uh, Bradley Pitt. That guy. <laughs> wow, how that formal. Guy, uh, Mr. Bradley Pitt. <laughs> yeah, I, I. But you said you really like the first. The first episode is unbelievable. So it's on the list, uh, Mike. Yeah, Emma Corrin plays, uh, and I think Darby Hart is. She plays this kind of tech savvy hacker and amateur sleuth, and she's got a book that she released, and as a result, it got the attention of a billionaire played by Clive Owen, and he brings together some of like the best thinkers in this world. And how the first episode brings it together is like think of this absolute billionaire who realizes we only have so much time left on this earth unless okay. we start making some massive changes. So I'm going to bring the biggest thinkers in the world, the best thinkers in the world, together. Oh. to talk about it in some sort of like a conference setting and just bring them all in an isolated place. And that's how the first episode starts. It sounds like, Steve, you would like it. I think I, I could, think could like it. Maybe this would be a, more of a fit for me. Yeah. And it's not real life murder. Right. And nope. I'm, Donna's much more a fan of that. I'm not a fan. Stop saying that. You're... I'm intrigued by stories. There's a lot of there's a lot of bad stuff out there in the world. I know, Donna. Oh, you started to watch that Natalia. I finished the Natalia Grace story. Oh, yeah. Uh, I needed wow. three minutes of that. And I was like, <laughs> you Donna should watch, can watch the last it. two episodes because the ending is I need unbelievable. To watch, I think People Magazine yesterday posted on their website the final five minutes of the show. Yeah, you should I think, watch that. Man, I, that I could watch. I could commit five minutes. Okay. That's I'm funny. not kidding. I don't have six hours and 45 minutes right. to commit to this weird 
twisted part of America. I know you're more of the Mike. Can we get what's inside Steve's head? Do you have that um, at the ready by any chance? Uh, not yet. That happened so shortly ago. It's eleven eleven. Make a wish. All right. I just like I. Oh, I finished the Y two K time bomb. Y two K on HBO Max. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm impressed. That was solid. Um. Yeah. It was. It was solid. Okay. I wish it was a little better. I thought they could have been a little bit more comedic uh, oh, about here, it. See, now you're doing a Donna review. <laughs> you are. You're like, it was solid. Ah, I but I didn't start by saying, like, this is an 8 out of 10. This is, it was solid. It could have been better. I mentioned that the editing could have been tighter. They could have been a little punchier with stuff. What else are you thinking of? This is when Donna's talking. This is my head. (laughs) It's fun. That's a fun thing to do. Anyway. Uh, anyway, Watch watch Time Bomb Y2K. On. HBO Max. Thank you. You got it. All right. We got to go. But when we come back, um, well, I'm going to tell you the busiest day of the year for dating apps. Maybe if you're looking for, you know, more in the dating pool, I'll tell you what day that is, according to a new study. And if you don't have a New Year's resolution yet, uh, we've got one covered for you. We can help you improve your grammar. We've got some very basic things. Somebody corrected my grammar earlier today. Some very basic ones that when you leave the next segment, you will be a better speaker. That when we come back, it's Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, guys, it's Donna for Energy Savers Fireplaces. Guys, if you are looking to add a fireplace to your home or maybe switching out an existing fireplace, do yourself a favor. Make sure Energy Savers Fireplaces is on your radar because you could stop into their showroom in Oakdale. Uh, You could get a free home estimate. You could go to their website and use some online tools to help you visualize the fireplace of your dreams in your own space. And now is a good time because their January sale is going on where you can save up to $1,000 with their in-stock sale. And uh, you could get up to $500 off with their uh, Hearthstone wood stove sale. Energy Savers Fireplaces is a full-service fireplace store where no project is too small or too big they are family owned and operated since 1976 so if you're thinking about a fireplace or dreaming of one just go to the website energysaversfireplaces.com or stop by their showroom they're just off highway 36 in oakdale hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen Hanna, mitch album Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hello. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for listening. It's us. It's Donna and Steve. 
on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Everybody get your number two pencils out. Okay. There might be a quiz. We don't know. Studies have shown that medical... Studies medic- have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings are study buddies... The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. I'm Donna. And I'm TV's Steve Patterson. Are you, though? I used to be. We all have our regrets, don't we? We sure do, Steve. Hey, according to Tinder, okay, Uh this coming Sunday is notable. Not just because the Golden Globe Awards will be airing. Not because that's when you should take down your Christmas tree, Mm -hmm. which I say keep up till February. Yeah. But the first Sunday in January is called Dating Sunday, and it is the busiest day of the year for online dating. This checks out. This makes sense. Right? It's like going to the gym it's, in yes, January. The first thing of the year, uh, friends have talked to them and said, you should get on a dating app. It's not as weird as you think it is. Just try it. Right. And boom, farmers only. <laughs> <laughs> Plenty of Fish, which I found out is not a, that's not a Christian dating website. Hutch and I from Case 95, we both thought that was. Oh. It is not. Because you think sort of like the Christian fish symbol. It's not. Right, right. That is a, they have a different one. They're, the other one is Christian singles. I is think. that it? I Christian so. mingle. Christian mingle? It's probably called like room for the Holy Spirit. I don't know what it's what? called. I don't know. I'll find well, no, out. Will you find I'll out? Find All right, out. I'll continue then. It is um, Christian Mingle, yes. Thank you, Christian Mike. Mingle, yep. okay. For Christian singles. And they used, to always, <laughs> right. they used to always say it like a Christian dance growing up. They'd say, leave room for the Holy Spirit. Stop yeah, it. Yeah. That's, yeah, people knew what I was talking about. Mm-hmm. So that your bodies aren't too close. Or we should, be able to, we should be able to fit a Bible in between you, you know. Stop it. And that's when they made big, thick Bibles. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay, but clever. That's why many of us Christians go to therapy because not everything was maybe taught in the right. Best you think way you possible. guys had it bad? Try being Catholic and Christian. Oh, my dad! <laughs> I went to a Catholic school. He would talk about the nuns, just like slapping them with like a ruler. Yeah. Bang! Don't do that. Like what? What is going on here? It's I've crazy. always known very nice nuns. And then confession and all that, and ugh, <laughs> it's it's a whole. It's stressful. Sure. Yeah, there, there can, there can be a, a, a bearing of guilt that I would argue isn't intended. Grace is the absence of guilt, moving freely forward. Thank you, <laughs> Preacher Patterson. It's <laughs> trying to land the plane. Right. I don't think I did anyway, a good job. on right. dating yeah. Sunday, they see an extraordinary surge in people updating bios, updating photos, sending messages, responding to messages. In fact, Tinder said that people respond to messages 19 minutes faster on dating Sunday, which is this Sunday, <laughs> than on any other Sunday of the year. They didn't oh. say why, but, you know, fresh start, New Year's, yeah. resolutions. You thinking of getting back in the game? No. Thank you. I think the store is closed. Permanently? I don't know. I don't know. What if- you don't have to be lonely <laughs> at FarmersOnly.com. I think you'd appreciate a farmer, <laughs> Donna. I don't. Sorry I, to all of our I, farmers who no, are listening. No, no. Love the farmers. Thank you for our food. We love you. I've just got some 
conflicted. No, thing. okay, okay. Forget about your you on know, again, I'd off again like, veganism. No, no, I'm not just a corn. vegan. They're planting corn. Okay, you don't like but, corn. But if they're milking cows, I might. I I can't. You I know. bet you that cow wants to be milked. I, what if you don't milk a cow that has milk in it? Don't their udders just explode? Well, it's not that. Like, are we going to do this right now? I'm just. I <laughs> well, just. The I want the, the cow to be my pet. All right. Well, okay. I want that bull to be my pet. <laughs> I want that pig to be my pet. I don't want to be like, okay, bye, Henry. Off to the slaughterhouse. Well, you can't have See, your cake and eat it, too. I know. Or your bacon. That's. You got to appreciate the circle of life. I do. You got to milk a If you not milk the cow. I've milked a cow. My uncle had a farm. Thank you. Here now. I'm not done. Oh. Anyway, this isn't just Tinder that has this whole surge on Sunday. A few years back, someone from Match called uh, Dating Sunday the Super Bowl of dating apps. So, Dating Sunday. Sunday is a big day. That's all. Good night. Boy, that was a worthwhile extra 30 seconds we did to totally reiterate everything you had already said, but just in a less professional way. I quit. Now this, if you don't have a resolution just yet and you're thinking about improving your grammar, I think we could help. Don't you, Donna? I sure do, Steve. It's the Grammar Police. Use proper grammar, please. Here's the main things that people have brought up online that you can implement into your uh, speaking every day. Beginning with when people say irregardless. Don't say that. Oh, it's just regardless. Peeve, right? So if you're, if and most of you are listening in solitude right now in earbuds, in your car, at your computer at work, if that's you, we're not judging you, you idiot. We're just telling <laughs> you moving forward, don't say that anymore. Uh, also, this is a tricky one. Mixing up prostate, which is a gland, and prostrate, which is a position, often like a, a they're in prostrate in prayer, face down on the ground. Yeah, I don't have to worry about that one. So if you want to pray for your prostate, I would encourage you to get prostrate. You don't have a prostate? Do women not have prostates? No. Everybody knew that? Yes. Moving on. We also knew that birds don't no, live no. in nests. Donna, people using whenever when they should use when, like saying whenever I was doing laundry on Tuesday, oh, you yeah. just say when. That's 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 correct grammar. But if you said whenever I do laundry, this happens to me. That's correct. Not whenever I was doing laundry. I think you would say when I do laundry. Are you meaning a specific time? What? I don't know. Just when people say on accident, shut it, Donna. You shut it. Instead of by accident, don't say oh that was on accident. That was by accident. I'm gonna throw one in there. Make it quick. Don't say, can you borrow me a dollar? That's right. <laughs> lend. Lend or loan. Can you lend me a dollar? Can you loan me a dollar? Can You ask, can I borrow? You, the person in need, are the only one who can borrow. The lender lends the borrower things. And also, don't say, are you joking me right now? If you want to say, are you joking with me? Fine. I'd prefer you didn't, but fine. That checks out. Are you kidding me? You can say, not are you joking me? Thank you, Steve. Also, when somebody writes people that instead of people who. Right. That happens often, even from people in power. 
positions of power. Speaking of which, saying nuclear instead of nuclear. <laughs> All right. We'll take a break. When we come back, we've got a slow jam. It's Rock O'Clock. That's next. Hey, it's Rocco. Maybe you're like me. Maybe you overindulged a little bit at the holiday season. You want to get back on track. You want to be looking your best, feeling your best. Do what I did. Check out mnfatloss.com. They have some time-tested methods that literally over thousands of clients, including myself, have helped to break the weight loss code. I know you're hearing these days about these fads and these drugs. We don't know what the side effects are. It sounds like another yo-yo situation to me. Here's the deal that I had with MNFatLoss.com. I started their program back in March. I dropped about 25, 30 pounds in just about two months. I am about 10 months into this. I am still right there where I was when I lost all that weight. I didn't yo-yo. I didn't have any weird side effects. I ate foods I actually liked. Check out the doctor and his team at mnfatloss.com. You can get a free consultation. Go to mnfatloss.com. Hi. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you guys. Happy Friday. Oh, look what the wind threw up. <laughs> hey, Rocco. This guy again. What's up, Rocco? Who invited him? There's something wrong with Rocco. What do you want, Rocco? What time is it? It's Rocco Clock. Been a better name for that classic movie. Instead of Gone with the Wind, it could have just been What the Wind Threw Up. Look what the wind I threw love up. it. Yeah. Dang I've never it. seen that movie, Gone with Stop the Wind. Stop it. You, it's we can't good. be friends. I'm this sorry. This is ridiculous. When am I supposed to carve out five hours to get through that movie? Who directed you could it? Watch it? They do it like one hour at a time. Yeah, you could watch it in increments. Uh, you think it holds up? Yes. I mean, I haven't seen it in maybe yeah. 10 years, but I remember seeing it in the 90s. I thought it was pretty good. It's great. Okay. I saw it in the 90s, too. Again. Is there a famous line from that yes. movie? Yes. Frankly, my dear. I don't give a damn. You mm-hmm. got it. Oh, okay. Which is kind of Donna's motto. In, <laughs> totally. Yeah. And then in the other words. I don't know nothing about birth and no babies. Another one of your mottos. <laughs> is that from Donald Wayne? <laughs> yes. Rocco. Wow. You're on fire. Thank you. Uh, you guys were on fire earlier this week. I had to slow it down oh just no. so I could comprehend it. Wait a minute. Yes. Wait. Give what us, is a, this give us a hint. Prepare us a motion. We have guests in the studio. Mm-hmm. Margie, oh, Margie and Susan. Is it a um, sit and soup? It's a sit and soup. It's an official sit and soup. All of the big brass just came in during the commercial break. I was told I need to see Dan after the show, Ooh, which sucks. This might be your last show. <laughs> <laughs> My farewell show. What a journey. Uh, then Amy came in right afterward, un- unscheduled. So we're already feeling a little uh, nervous. What's the topic of what we're going to go well, into? <clears throat> I'm going to send this one out to my late great uncle Lyman, hmm. who Lyman. was also known as Shorty. Oh, yeah. Because this is all about people who have uh, weird names for their relatives. Weird weird names in your families, yeah. 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 And uh, here's what it sounds like at half speed. I'm going to slow things down. That's right. We're going to slow things down for the lovers out there. This is the Donna and Steve Slow Jam. There are families who just have weird names. How about this one? I started calling my great-grandma Big Grandma when I was three. Why? Wow. 
because she was heavier than my other grandma. Oh my god! Oh. No, it stuck, and the whole family affectionately referred to her as Big Grandma. <laughs> Oh, I hate that. Uncle Ho. What? One of my nieces could not enunciate Joe. The nickname stuck. So that is Joe self-reporting that he is referred to in his family as Uncle Ho. We have a, a great aunt, Chumpy. Oh, That's not great. Kathy doesn't know why, because her name is Vivian. <laughs> um, my husband is known as Duckbutt to our grandkids. Oh, man. Duckbot. I do not like that. <laughs> Let's go yeah. to the phone. Okay. Well, it's my nickname that they gave me as a child. It's Bunzo because I had a bubble butt. That's really cute. Except for the. Physical shaming. <laughs> Would you say that you still have a, a, a bubble butt? A bundle? Oh, yes, I do. You're in luck because they're really in right They're in. <laughs> I'm trying to grow one. So we had two Uncle Benny. So one was called Fat Uncle Benny and the other one was Skinny Uncle Benny. Wow. It was a different time where That's fat shaming was just normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she sounded like the good old Jen days. Jen had a grandma short. We just called her short. P.S. She was short. <laughs> uh, these are fun. These are cute. Uh, yeah. Do we have time for one more? We have if they can d give it, do it in 15 seconds. Alex, what is it? I have three uncles on my mom's side who is uncle beaver uncle piggy and uncle Bobby. <laughs> oh yeah that was the donna and steve slow jam oh man forgot about that yeah, Uncle Beaver. I got. Oh um, my gosh! I posted that on Facebook um, a couple days ago, and this was because what was it? My sister-in-law had an uh, oh. Aunt Porky or something yes. like that. <laughs> yeah, pudgy. Pudgy. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, whoa! And my brother Scooty said, "I've known her for twenty plus years. I have never 
mustered up the courage to call her by her name. So I always, he does the eye contact rule. As long as you have eye contact, you don't need to know anybody's name. <laughs> I guess that's true. But he just is like, I can't bring myself to calling a female rev- relative Aunt Pooch. What did we say? Pudgy. Pudgy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm getting wow. some other Pooch ones. I have 358 comments on Facebook of different names, and Aunt uh, Pooch was one of them. No. Um, a lot of Fat Pratt. I don't know who that is. A lot of people calling their relatives fat, which I think is um, a a real throwback. I I was going to say, yeah. Rocco, you got any relatives? I just uh, Uncle Shorty. I can't think of any others. That's even offensive. Don't you think? What, Shorty? Yeah. It's, you might as well say fatty, you know, (laughs) Shorty, like you're, it's like, it's, you know, you're deficient in some way. Yeah. You know. Even skinny would be offensive. He's done. Yeah, you said you had one, didn't you? You said uh, it in the bit. I can't remember what it was. I don't remember. Fudgy was someone I knew. (laughs) Then we had uh, a... I remember. You know, I don't know. That would be an interesting conversation. If they are all perceived as mean, or if it's like the people, like other people care more than the people care. That could be. You know? But like, would, would you call someone Uncle Baldy? We actually had someone who said that they did that. (laughs) I don't think we had everyone included here. Okay. Um, How about Deborah said she has an uncle breast? Hmm. What? What is that? Why does that come from? I don't know. They didn't offer any context here. They just gave me the things. (laughs) Stacy said, Dad, Spike. Mom, Tiki. Brother, Ripper. Cousin, Jeep. These are families. These are American families. Wow. Cousin, Jeep. I, it's funny to hear the the apprehension in your voice when you were going to ask that woman if she still had a bubble butt. Big time, big time. <laughs> I, I was uh, I was I was rethinking it and and uncertain as I asked it was trying to edit on the fly and that didn't work. Um, but you know, so, they usually don't go away, right? Yeah, a funzo, bunzo, or a bunzo, whatever. <laughs> like you know, it's like calling someone Bucky. Oh yeah, I think my. Um, <laughs> My uh, wife has a brother they called Bucky, and they always said, oh, it's because you're from uh, Wisconsin, and Bucky Badger, but it's not. It was probably because he had huge teeth. Yeah. Yeah, that, I don't feel great <laughs> about that. Yeah, I don't either. By the way, Steve, you're getting a lot of pampered chef, pampered oh. chef emails. Oh, well, what a day this is oh, turning Rocco into. Is, is he doing that? Steve he a- wants to host a party. Now people are suggesting that you rent out the cafeteria here at work. That's a great idea. We could charge people <laughs> money. We no, could make it a... Them. No, you no, no. for the product. No, Donna, Donna, Donna. Think bigger. Let's cast a grander vision <laughs> oh here. God. This is a charitable thing. So I, I know you I, don't want to raise money for charities anymore, apparently. Okay, sure. But we, we find a charitable uh, partner. And then there is a cover charge to get in. We do it in the cafeteria. And uh, a cover charge. Nobody's going to pay our cover charge. Are you are nuts. If we said, hey, it's 50 bucks a head for you to get $50? in. $50? I thought you were going to say 10 bucks. Donna, it's going to charity. We say $50, you get in. That money goes to Charity X. And then Judy, the loudmouth from wherever, Cottage Grove, she comes in and hosts a full party for us. Oh, oh, you mean bring in listeners. I thought you meant in the building. Oh. No. You think Rocco's going to drop 50 yeah, bucks no. to just come to a pampered chef party where well, we're selling things? Let me ask you, Rocco, how do you slice your apples? 
I we do have an apple slicer thing. I'm telling you, Pampered Chef made that apple slicer thing where you grab on both sides yep. and it cores the middle and mm-hmm. slices it into eight. It is pretty cool. They made it hot. They made it a thing. Have you guys ever used one of those apple peelers? It looks like it's from Little House on the Prairie, where you. Put it like on the spiral. spiral? Yes. yes, yes. And it spiralizes it. Oh, well, Rocco, they're you're incredible. Well, you Rocco, because Steve oh, yeah? is hosting a pampered chef party in yeah. the cafeteria, apparently, without asking anybody in management. And then, boom, Quinn comes in, shoots it. So now I've given you social media content. I've given you a charitable arm to this and listener engagement and made some lucky pampered chef pusher Rich, wow! What do you? What, what about Project do? Down and Dirty? You guys do <laughs> Pamper Chef. Lori and Julie do Avon. <laughs> Wait, yeah, Project Down and Dirty Mary MLM. Kay. Yeah, yes. Tupperware. This would be great. Sure. This is gonna be good. Yeah, who oh. burns the bridges to their family and friend relationships the quickest? <laughs> <laughs> Lori and Julie could do one of those adult. You know, parties. Oh, right, Rocco. 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 Yeah, what? but he's, that's probably the only way to get them involved. Be on your better yeah, we behavior. Have proper ladies in the building yeah. who we will introduce you to when we uh, take a break. Okay. Through the class, we won't open the door now. Okay. Yeah, no, Rocco, it'll you're not much, allowed in yeah, here. Yeah, it'll be a prison meetup. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay, see you guys still bye, next Rocco. week. All right, bye bye. There goes Rocco. Steve, I can't believe what you have coming up because I had a dream about that very thing. No way. And it was on my ceiling. <laughs> and then it got into a like a kind of a fight with my dog. Yeah. And it they were playing like tug of war and it got stuck on this thing's tooth. So I had to open talking about a spider. Donna. Okay. We're talking about a spider. They found a spider that they did not know existed. I'll tell you where they found it. And how venomous they think it is, and they say it's got no! it's got the biggest blanks they've ever seen on a spider. Can't wait. That will we return. Happy Friday! It's Donna and Steve. Oh hi guys! It's the final stretch of the week of the Donna and Steve show on my talk one oh seven one, where talk is fun. Listen, we should uh, mention that we've got some very nice guests in the studio with us who uh, donated money when we did our was it our project down and dirty? Was it pickleball? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Project Down and Dirty Pickleball. Oh, yes. Thank you. Yeah, so you donated to a wonderful cause, and then Sue, Sue donated, Mm -hmm. got a plus one, and brought Margie along, and they both used to work in the Mounds School District. Mounds View. Mounds School District, excuse me, um, with early childhood. So, like, littles from birth up until five when mom or dad pushes them out to kindergarten. That's That's a challenging age to work with, so thank you for what you've done. Thanks. Now they're enjoying retirement, and they're like, you know what we should do? Get soup with some radio scum (laughs) on a Friday, and and we got you there. We'll find out what the soup is here in just a few moments. Yes, for sure. Uh, In the meantime, uh, how are you enjoying your time, by the way? Loving it. This is so exciting. Sorry, it's it's kind of a whirlwind, you know, because we're like da 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 on the air, and then we're like, oh hello, blah blah blah. Sorry, yeah. back da 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 da. You know. Although I feel like the first thing that Sue said when we went to break was, "Quote Donna, how do you do it?" <laughs> I wasn't gonna bring it up. That, I was, I wasn't I was like, does she think I left to go to the bathroom? Or right. What's going on here? Uh, anyway, you so. became invisible. You didn't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, wild. But no, it seems a lot. But I'm a lot still too. here. Again, I know I can hear you, but I'm a lot too. You know, like we're both, you know, dealing with a lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> yeah, a we lot. both feel like we have done the Lord's work in dealing with each other. Correct. On different days. Correct. Okay, so I had a dream about a spider last night, and it was big, and 
it, it this is so weird to me because this has happened on several occasions where I've had a dream and then come to work and then I see you put in a story that has to do with that very subject matter. That is what is happening right now. A gigantic spider was discovered in Australia. It is 3.1 inches no. from foot to foot. Yuck. Experts say it's the largest known male funnel web spider. Um, for perspective, the spider is bigger than a baseball. No. So imagine that near your foot. Um, no. That wasn't bad enough. It wasn't found by a scientist out in the wild looking for this. Some random person came across it. No, like in their house? They didn't say how it happened. Okay. So you just leave this up to your imagination. Right. It's poisonous. It's very <gasps> poisonous. Great. It is a uh, funnel web spiders are the world's most venomous spiders. The venom is packed with, get this, 40 different toxic mm. proteins. And it's raw venom is the only way to make life-saving anti-venom. So now that they've discovered this scary one, they need to get venom from it. Like you need, it's venom is the only antidote to you getting bit and infected with venom. Oh my God. The spider has been named Hercules, which is cute. He's living at a wildlife sanctuary in Australia now. Uh, The spider keeper there said, there's a spider keeper at that sanctuary. Hercules has some of the biggest fangs I've ever seen. No, there's fangs? This person said. They will use Hercules' venom to create anti-venom. Now, this is why I can't be allowed to work at a wildlife sanctuary, because I would say, okay, friends, uh, do we have the anti-venom? Great. Somebody step on it. <laughs> I, you know what, Steve? <laughs> I can't even step on spiders anymore, because I follow a spider. Son of a On God. Instagram. <laughs> Donna, no, this, you need this therapy. lady talks to this spider like, okay, it has got like little eyes, and the lady will go, do you want upsie? Ups, and the thing will raise its two front oh. arms, and she'll be like, "Okay, upsies," and it'll like crawl on her. It's fascinating. So now I can't, I can't. Oh, it's just messing with me. Now, had you said, "I just read Charlotte's Web," <laughs> something like that, it would feel a no. touch more relatable. To but see you... the spider just be this cute little thing, and it hears what she's saying. It knows its name when she calls it. I don't know if that's entirely true or it's not, but true. I'm not going to get into a debate with you about it now. It is true. So you can just call spiders He'll now? He'll be like, let's just say his name is, I don't know. Killer. Uh, no, let's say it's Hercules. Okay. Hercules! Hercules! He'll come out from like behind his rock or whatever, and he'll look at her like, upsies, upsies. You know how little kids put their arms up when they want up? Yeah, yeah. Up. The spider yeah. does that. Yeah, you're not tugging. You're not going to like tug on my kid heartstrings to try to get me to fall in love with the spider. So here's my question. If you're up at the cabin this weekend. Oh, please don't. No, no, no. No, I'm not going to try to creep you out. I'm not going to try to creep you out. But if you see a spider in your kitchen, mm-hmm. what's your plan of attack here? You're getting a paper towel and like releasing I, I will them into look the wild? for like a box or something. I, w- I should probably I bring one just in case. I will look for a flip-flop. Smack! Whoop-ow! Some of them are pretty big, though. I don't like it when they're big enough that it feels like they could make noise. But then all the more reason for me to kill them. What do you mean make noise? You mean when you squish them? squish them. Don't yeah. squish them. What do you want me to Squishing them is probably the most humane way you could kill one. How about just let it out the door? That's not going to be my thing. And Steve? PETA has emailed me before. Bring it on. Send me your pamphlet well, on why I should be protecting the spiders. I get it. They have a purpose. And for all of the people like Donna who have a soft spot for these venomous killers, fine. <laughs> I, on the other hand, will try to protect saying us. I'm just saying we are all God's creatures. Thank you. Huh. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it was like, oh, well, she makes an interesting point. All right. You know, what if Thank some giant guys. came? Some giant that's like 17 times your size and just went to squish you. You've got children. You've got a wife. How about a scorpion in your house? That one sting of you or I wouldn't even know how to kill it. Step on it. I might spray it with something. Oh, so it <laughs> dies a slow, poisonous death. I don't know. I'm trying my best here. Do you really follow a spider? I honest to goodness, yes. I'll send it to you later tonight. Don't. I'm going to. I want to curate your Instagram. I want to. What if before you hit follow, you shoot the old Stevie Boy a note? He's like, yeah, that's a good follower. No. Or hey, this no. is worrisome. I'm not following like clowns like you do. I don't the, follow clowns, Don. Right, I follow fine. some magicians. Let's call Brian. Right. <laughs> Come down for new soup after. It's always a surprise. Same thing. Oh, no, it's back and cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it can't be. You know what? What's Magicians, up? you might as well be yeah, following vampires. Hey, hey Brian! Brian! Good to talk to you. Friday, am I right? Yeah. Friday. A lot of people in the cafeteria yet? No, not at all. Really? Oh, so you're not busy is what you're saying. Are you yawning? I was yawning at you guys. (laughs) (laughs) He sounded high energy. He's already He said hello and got tired of me like a narcoleptic. Um, Wow. So we hear the soup is something special today. We heard that from our big boss. Really? Yeah, Dan walked by and he said, hey, I saw the soup. It looks great. I'm going down to get some. And we said, well, don't tell us. We want to be surprised. We've got our sitting supers, Sue and Margie, who are here and coming down for soup with us. Uh, what did you end up putting together? I did the all-inclusive white chicken chili. Okay, right. yes, okay. Yes. Are you guys we, okay with that? Yeah. We okay, actually just asked for some white chicken chili the other day. I think we may have left that on a voicemail of his. Are you checking your voicemails, Brian? Uh, no, no. I Delete yours instantly. That's that's in everyone's best interest. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Usually just weird noises or recordings these days. Yeah, Yeah, sometimes we'll say something meaningful, and then we'll deny that we were talking to you. What about the one? We left one on Wednesday all about chili. Okay. Did you listen to that one? I'll be sure to get to that one. All right, Brian. We have to go. All right. We could tell. All right. Yeah, we're busy. Yeah, what do you keep bothering us for? Yeah, let us right. go. Bye. Bye. All right, he's still yawning. Okay. Okay. That's um, Brian. You'll get to meet him momentarily. Yeah, Steve. Yes. What do you got going on this weekend? I'm just going to tell you what I'm seeing on Twitter right now. I've done no research on whether this stuff is true or not. Okay. okay. But one of the things trending right now is Miami Mall, and it says Miami Mall alien incident. Okay. Reports are emerging it was not kids fighting that led to dozens of cop cars outside of a Miami mall a couple of days ago. Some witnesses are reporting eight to ten foot shadow beings were being shot at by people with others <laughs> fleeing. Is it, isn't it? Is that called laser tag? I will say this. <laughs> there are a ton of police cars in this video footage. If you're looking for a new conspiracy to spend your Friday afternoon digging into, I think you should start by Googling Miami mall incident. Thanks, Steve, for the hot tip. As for my weekend, talent show tonight, basketball tournament tomorrow, church and football Sunday, and I'll be back here on Monday. All right. How about you, Can't Donna? Wait. Oh, I'll probably lay on the couch. We still have more time. I'm going to the cabin. All right. Okay. okay. I'm dog sitting, so I'm going to do some dog stuff. Maybe go to the Great. dog park. Yes. Hang out with a friend. Maybe I'll go to Costco. Okay. Okay. I don't, oh, all right. See you. Have a good weekend, everybody. everybody. Bye. Thanks, Mike. <laughs>